0: reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, whoever boasts should boast in the Lord, for it is not the one who recommends himself who is approved, but the one whom the Lord recommends. If only you would put up with a little foolishness from me, please put up with me. For I am a jealous of you with the jealousy of God, since I betrothed you to one husband, to present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Verbum Domini,
1: Deo Cassias.
0: Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit Be my rock of refuge, a stronghold to give me safety. You are my rock and my fortress. For your name's sake, you will lead and guide me. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. Into your hands, I commend my spirit. You will redeem me, O Lord, O faithful God. I will rejoice and be glad because of your mercy. Rescue me from the clutches of my enemies and my persecutors. Let your face shine upon your servant. Save me in your kindness.
1: Dominus vobiscum. Et evangeli utum. Lexio sancti evangelii Jesus told his disciples this parable: the kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who take their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them, but the wise brought flask of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, there was a cry. Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, give us some of your oil for our lamps are going out. But The wise ones replied, no, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it. The bridegroom came and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Verbum Domini. to Jesus Christus. praise be Jesus Christ. Today we celebrate the feast of Saint Lucy. Saint Lucy is the patron saint of Syracuse, Sicily. That's the region that my dad's family is from. They're from a little town Augusta which is in the province of Syracuse. Saint Lucy died in the year 304 very young girl, her father died shortly after she was born, and her mother wanted to arrange that she have a comfortable life, so they contracted marriage for her as a baby, as was done back then. But Lucy wanted to devote and consecrate her life to God, to Jesus, and as a Christian, which was still very much illegal back then. It was still the Emperor Diocletian. What was ironic would be that in nine short years, Constantine would issue the Edict of Milan, 313, legalizing Christianity. But in 304, it was still the death penalty. And as a young woman, when the time came for her to be married, she said, no, I cannot. Her fiancé got enraged and went to the district magistrate. And said, she's a Christian. And so the judge decided he would teach her a lesson. And he banished her to a house of ill repute. Well, the soldiers weren't able to move her. And she wasn't a large lady. But God had protected her. And they tried tried to move her. It was impossible. And so they decided, well, we'll fix her. They set her on fire, she wouldn't burn. Then they stabbed her, they gouged out her eyes. That's why when you see statues or pictures of St. Lucy, she's typically holding a plate with her eyes. She's the patron saint of all people with eye problems, especially the blind, people who suffer cataracts, glaucoma, macular degeneration, any type of eye problems, even those of us who wear these. St. Lucy shows us a wonderful example of piety, of devotion, and she is truly one of these wise virgins who was prepared because as we are told at the end of our gospel, you know not the day nor the hour. Although she was a young girl, she couldn't presume that she would live a long, long life. So she was ready every day to meet her maker. She lived every day as if it might be her last, but not in a gloomy sense. St. Lucy, with her eyes of faith, saw beyond the veil that surrounds this world. You may have heard the phrase, custody of the eyes. Nothing could be more important these days, my friends, of being careful of what we watch, what we look at, so many things bombard our eyes these days television, the Internet, electronic devices. I just read the other day where young kids, not I mean children in grade school, and not the upper levels, but first, second and third grade are being exposed to pornography and are getting addicted. and it continues throughout their life. There's big business in this filth, and if they weren't making money, they would go out of business. Somebody's supporting them. But it's not just the pornographic images, that's bad enough, but also the scenes of intense violence, things that as human beings we're not supposed to see. Nobody's scandalized anymore. In the old days when you're driving by, you would see a horrible accident, you would say a prayer. For the victims, now people just want to look. Let's see what's on the road. Having custody eyes of not oogling when you see something that may be inappropriate. But also, I would say, St. Lucy gives an example of not only custody of the eyes, but prudence of the eyes. What we read, as well as what we look at. Besides the filthy things that we could glance at, there's things that we read that are outright lies, fake news, trash, hidden agendas. What we read may be completely false, maybe completely true, but why am I reading it? If it's false, it's libel, slander. But what if it is true, but the reason why it was written and the reason why I'm reading it, the sin of detraction? We enjoy reading the dirt about people. Remember in the old days when you were at the supermarket? They had those, I'm not mentioning any of the names, but I remember when I was going with my mother to the grocery store, they were always there movie stars that said, abducted by aliens, all right? But it was tattletale things. It may be true, it may be false. Why are people reading that? Because they want to read things that are none of our business. Yes, we should always want to read the truth, especially divine revelation, sacred scripture, sacred tradition. We don't want to be lied to, but the same token is why are we reading and what are we reading in addition to what we're looking at? Custody of the eyes, prudence of the eyes. And so we should commend to St. Lucy's intercession everybody who not only has physical abnormalities with their eyes, but also those who morally have difficulty with what they're looking at. In addition to being the patron saint of Syracuse, Sicily, there's also a custom in Sweden, far from Sicily, in Sweden where the young girls put a little wreath on their head and candles. In the old days, they were lit. Today, batteries it's a sign of saint lucy her name lucia light bearer you and i are to be light of the world jesus says to bring light into the darkness the light of truth and the light of charity they're not in competition as i would say to the seminarians in my class pope benedict would tell us many many times catholicism is not a religion of either or it's a religion of both and we must always seek the truth but the truth in charity the truth in love and that applies to what we read and why we're reading it so on this feast of St. Lucie let us ask God to open our eyes the eyes of faith to all the amazing truths he has revealed to us and that we can see through that the love God has for us may God bless us and Mary keep us